This is Speaking with the Enemy. Yes, it is Speaking with the Enemy. The Enemy this week, this is Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is the Tie Cats over their 2022 season and discuss that from 980 CJME in Saskatchewan. Britain Gray is with us. And uh, Britain, uh, this Saskatchewan Rough Riders team is hoping their season starts in Saskatchewan and finishes in Saskatchewan. It's a, a big year in 2022 for this Rough Riders group. Absolutely. They have that extra pressure of what happened last time Saskatchewan hosted the Grey Cup. They raised it at home. So they like to play it off. Maybe there's not as much, but I think they know fully the expectations this fan base has, not just every year, but this year, especially because I know Ryder fans would love nothing more than to have that team win again at home. If they do want to be playing in that game, uh, what is going to have to happen, not just week one, but all uh, 18 regular season weeks into the playoffs? What does this Rough Riders team need to do? We're going to need to get 2019 Cody Fajardo. He had a down year in 2021, a shortened season. He just They couldn't figure it out, and the big play wasn't there. But we've seen what Cody Fajardo can do. He can be one of the most dynamic players in the league when he is on. So they really need to do that. In order for Cody to reach that point, this old line will need to play better. That's going to be one of the major keys this week is what do we get from this old line group? This is the year. Last year, they had a lot of injuries throughout camp. There was a lot of moving parts all throughout the season. This year, they had the same group throughout camp. Let's see if that consistency helps them because I know they were disappointed with how they played and they want to find a way to get back to the Grey Cup. Yeah, I mean, underappreciated how good this team was last year, though, because I, I, I had kind of heard from people in CFL circles thinking that maybe they didn't do enough this offseason to, to get better. But I think that undersells just how good they were last year. I think a lot of people forget how many injuries this team was dealt and had to overcome last year. Even before camp, you had the the workout where you had four guys go out with Achilles tears and two of them would, would have been probably starters. Nelson LaCombo, who we'll see this week for the first time, and Larry Dean, who, who was an all-star. He played really well in Hamilton. Hamilton fans know him well. So there was a lot of injuries, a lot of moving parts all throughout the year. Near the end of the year, they finally found that consistency and they gave the Winnipeg Blue Bombers a run for their money in the West Final. It was close. So I think that's where a lot of optimism comes from this year. This is healthy. This is the team they want to put out right now. And we'll we'll see how it transfers and we'll see what happens because you never know how a season kind of unfolds. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, like you said, a full 18-game uh, schedule, which uh, should be a lot of fun. And let's go back to Cody Fajardo because you mentioned his his down year in 2021. Is there a concern about him heading into 2022? Because, uh, you know, the Ticats and, you know, you know, had the 1A, 1B, they always kind of had their backup ready to go. So if Cody Fajardo, let's say, doesn't perform, I mean, what's that position look like right now? At that position, it's all Cody Fajardo. Yeah. I don't think there's a concern. Of, there's no quarterback controversy here. <laughs> this team is going to go as Cody Fajardo goes this year. In terms of concern, I think there is a little bit of concern because it's not like Cody's had five all-star seasons. He's had one. He's been one with the starter where he was the West Division most outstanding player. And one last year where everything kind of regressed. The, the offense wasn't as exciting. They didn't hit the deep ball, which was non-existent for the riders last year it was a lot of uh dump off passes so we'll see how they change that i will say this year in training camp 
he already looks more comfortable with a deep ball. We've seen him hit some deep balls. All last year I was saying, well, Cody's missing the deep ball even throughout camp, but they're hitting it this year. But now let's see what happens when uh, you're against an opposing team in a regular season matchup. You mentioned uh, the the Achilles injuries that happened before training camp last year, and you brought up Larry Dean. And I know a lot of Ticats fans miss him and have missed him, uh, but he uh, is finally going to be making his debut uh, in, in the green and white. Uh, what are you expecting to see from him, and how important is he in terms of the overall success of that linebacker's room? I expect the old Larry Dean. He is flying around out there. He had an interception the other day in practice off Cody Fajardo. He looks really good and looks 100%. And like you said, Ticats fans knows what Larry Dean can bring. He's a tackling machine. And he adds just another piece to what might be the best linebacker group in the CFL. You got Larry Dean, Darnell Sankey, last year's CFL tackles leader. Derek Moncrief, who was really good here in Saskatchewan. He played only a handful of games last year in Edmonton and was named their most outstanding defensive player. So it's going to be interesting to see how those three mesh. Unfortunately, Micah Tights, last year's Riders uh, nominee for most outstanding Canadian, is injured because I was really excited to see how they could get all four of those linebackers on the field. But you still have three all-star caliber, so there's no complaints there. But I, I am very excited to see Larry Dean this week because I think he is going to uh, – he wants to play football. I talked to him earlier this week, and after watching all of last season on the sideline, he, he is excited to get back out there. Uh, where is there an area of concern for this uh, Saskatchewan team? Where, where are you watching maybe a little bit more closely come Saturday uh, on the football field? Uh, it's, it's the O-line. The O-line is – really going to get a lot of attention because they did have a disappointing year last year. They're still trying to figure out uh, kind of maybe who their group is. Brendan Labatt retired, essentially. He hasn't officially retired, but he hasn't played football in a long time. And you have to kind of fill those holes. So we'll see Taryn Vaughn's healthy now. So that is going to be a position that the riders will need to be better at this year if they want to get to the Grey Cup. And then just some of the young guys. This is a great opportunity for some of these rookies to come out and prove uh, they belong in the league. I, I'm excited to see Nelson Lacombo finally, a former U of S Husky. A lot of he is a, very athletic. He can be everywhere. They have a lot of faith in him. And then the running back situation: Jamal Morrow, Frankie Hickson, two kind of unproven guys. So we're going to see how, how they handle the load. And the the weather it's supposed to rain in Saskatchewan. The weather might change three different times now, but we're supposed to get some rain, so the run game might be all that more important. Which is why running back and O line might be keys this week. Uh, this their secondary. I, I remember talking to people last year about their secondary, and and that was one of their real big strengths uh, last year on defense. Is that is that gotten any better? Is there uh, how how do they look? How have they looked throughout training camp so far? Uh, they've looked well through camp, but I don't know if we can say it got better when you lose Ed Ganey, you hmm. lose Luchez Purifoy. Yeah. Those are some big veteran names, especially Luchez Purifoy, who can play just multiple positions for you. You can line them up anywhere on the field. So they got to try and fill those. Nelson um, McClombo, Jeremy Clark, Roland Milligan, those are the three kind of new names. You have Nick Marshall. We know what he did last year. Uh, Mike Edom is back at safety, so you got him. And now it's up to these young guys to step up, right? You got to fill the role of these veteran guys who've left uh, Ganey to Edmonton, Luches to BC. So a little bit of questions there. I know that the coaching staff has a lot of confidence in these guys. Roland Milligan was here last year, played really well in the uh, regular season finale against the Tiger Cats there. And like I said, Nelson Lacombo is 
very exciting to watch. The coaching staff is very happy to have him back. And you can, he looks 100%. He does hmm. look like that Achilles injury really hurt him, which is good news for this uh, Riders team. All right, let's get to uh, Saturday's game. Uh, I, I usually like to ask this question uh, to, to wrap things up. And it, it's going to come down to uh, like the weather. Like you said, I, did, I didn't even realize the weather's going to be that uh, much of a factor on Saturday. But the uh, finish the sentence for me. The Riders will win this game if. If Cody Fajardo and can connect on the deep ball, and if the weather turns, if Frankie Hickson or Jamal Morrow can prove that they are starting running backs in this league. That's where it's going to be. Like I said, there's a chance of thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon. Like we'll we'll see what happens. This captain <laughs> weather never know. But that that's going to be the keys. Cody Fajardo needs to step up and prove that 2019 is more of who he is than 2021. And the run game needs to find its stride early, especially if it does start raining and it makes things a little tougher for the offense. One more before I let you go. Your scouting report on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. What have you seen? in your prep work on uh, on Saskatchewan's opponent uh, for Saturday? That is a great D-line you guys have. <laughs> Micah Johnson, who was here last year, he is spectacular. Led the league in tackles for loss. Doesn't have as many sacks, but tackles for a loss is as good of a sack, right? It's a negative play. Excited to see him. Dylan win. And it's going to be exciting to watch in the trenches because a lot of questions around the Riders O-line. That is some really good talent on the Ticats defensive line. So let's see who wins that battle in the trenches. Uh, you could have given me a heads up just on how big Micah Johnson is. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty it is pretty shocking to see in person up close, especially uh, you know with 2022 with a lot of the COVID restrictions lifted. Uh, I would have appreciated a heads up on just how big of a man he is. Don't you love surprises though? Isn't it great? <laughs> Uh, well, Britton, I, I feel well more knowledgeable heading into a Saturday's game. So thank you for this uh, and hope to connect with you uh, next time uh, these two teams face off. Excellent. Not a problem. Awesome. That is Britton Gray. And this has been Speaking with the Enemy on the Ticats Audio Network.